Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me once again is my sidekick. Hey, I'm Dr. Heisenberg, eagerly awaiting the approach of the supermoon. Yes, the super fucking moon, I super guess. Supermoon. It's Saturday evening as we record this. Uh, so we don't know what's going to happen when the supermoon comes. I mean, we do, because it's nothing. And but it happened last year. It always happens. Yeah. It's, all the supermoon is, if you guys don't know, is the full moon happens to occur at the same time as the apogee of the moon. So it's basically as big in the sky as you will see it without leaving the planet Earth. So, yeah, well. yeah. it does affect tides, though, so tides are going to be wacky. Not only now, which is useless to you guys, but also tomorrow if you plan on going to the beach on, you know, Sunday afternoon. Yeah. So, Just, yeah. you know, be on the lookout for that. The, the tides might come in a little more. Maybe bring some, some fish or algae with them. I don't I don't know. I'm not a tide scientist. If you're into tide pools, um, this might be a good day to go check out some tide pools. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you, I mean, you want to go uh, look at urchins and shit or whatever it is you do? Yeah. I mean, that, that's where SpongeBob lives, so. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go tide pooling today if you got nothing else to do on Sunday and you're bored. Yeah. yeah. Go. A- after you listen to the show. Go plunk a pineapple down there. See what moves in. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's an activity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or just, you know, go buy a pineapple. It's a, it's a fun fruit to cut up. Pineapple's delicious. It's, it's a delicious fruit to cut up. I mean, in terms of effort and reward, pineapple, uh, I think, balances out, you know? Yeah. Because on one hand, yeah, you got to chop off the spiky parts, but on the other hand, at the end, you get pineapple, you know? You go to coconut with a fucking hammer all day, what do you get at the end? Ooh, unsweetened coconut. And then tomorrow works, what did you do on Sunday? Well, I listened to the Breakfast with the Big podcast, I ate a pineapple, and I looked up tide pools on the internet. Yeah. That, yeah. That's your day. There that's you your go. Day. That's a day. Yeah. You're welcome. Everyone. Yeah, so enjoy that. Enjoy Tide Pools. Watch maybe some Spongebob after you've listened to us. And, sure. Uh, Why not? Whatever. So, do we have anything coming in from the viewers this week? Any questions? Uh, Any viewer mail? Or no. listener mail? We got, we got no listener questions this week. No listener mail. We can cut out the bullshit and go straight to this week's topic. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, fuck it. Topic, topic. time. Topic. Topic time. Okay, let's... Uh, Topic time is the time for getting to the point of the show. <laughs> I'm not sure it is. I'm not sure it is. I'm not sure that song is factual. It's the right time for Topic time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'll sleep tonight. He'll be all tuckered out. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> okay, I am shaking the dice now. <laughs> oh, 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 look at that. I rolled them and now you can't sing anymore, ever. Verse 2 is about the super movie. Yeah, well, you know what? Verse 27, which is what these dice say it is, is... Uh, uh, <laughs> What's this week's topic, Johnny? Topic number 27. Yeah, hey, wow, let's maybe get on track. Good idea. <laughs> yeah, um, like the song says... Son of a bitch. <laughs> well, I hope you're having fun, because nobody else is. What's this week's topic, Johnny? Topic number 27 is Door Holding Gone Wrong, suggested by Doug in Bradford, Ontario, Canada. Thanks, Doug. Did they get the super moon in, in Ontario? I don't know exactly I don't know. what... They get, they get the moon. <laughs> well, yes, I guess everybody gets the moon. That was uh, that was everyone's first cable channel. 
Yeah. You didn't even have to subscribe. It came with living on the planet. Yeah, you Everyone know. gets to watch the moon. Yep. You get, you know, uh-oh, it's it's getting late. What's on TV? What's uh, what's prime time? What's appointment television? It's the fucking moon. Mm-hmm. So the moon wasn't on every night, you know? Much like TV. Yeah, yeah. And it comes, it comes out at a scheduled time. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, okay. That's probably why we as humans are able to follow TV schedules so well, is because we've evolved to... Tracks the movements of the moon. <laughs> We're instinctively trained through millions of years of evolution to stare at a glowy thing at night. Yeah. I think we just cracked why television works. We did. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's the moon. Wow. And that has so much to do with the topic. Mind's blown. The topic, again, the is... The topic is... Door holding gone wrong. Door holding gone wrong. Is this a problem that I was not previously aware of? Well, you know, I mean, sometimes you're holding the door for someone, and... And they stab you? Well, I guess that's as wrong as it could go. That's, that's up there. Or, like, the world blows up. <laughs> what the fuck was on the other side of that door? I don't know. <laughs> it's this a hypothetical. Is, like, it's, is this one of those doors that says, like, alarm, you know, do not open, uh, 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 building personnel only kind of thing, and you open it and there's, like, a reactor or... A gremlin or something? It's a hypothetical. It's a hypothetical. We don't know what's on the other side of the door. It's like Lady or the Tiger, except instead of ladies and tigers, it's the world blowing up. Okay, boom. There. Fuck, okay. Yeah, Yeah. so there's a short story for you. Very, very short story. I guess Lady or the Tiger, that's that's one way in which door holding could go really wrong. But that's door opening. That's more opening than holding. Because there wasn't another guy there who was like... Opening the door for him. I I guess if there were two guys there... And in, and the the protagonist of the story that has to make the decision, yeah. like, there was another guy, and he's like, um, I don't know, will you open the door for me, innocent bystander here? And then he's in a pickle, because everyone's going to blame him if he opens up the door and that guy gets mauled by a tiger. No, fuck it. I, I, I wish if I were in that situation, there was another guy down there. I could be like, yeah... Open the one on the right. Because if it's the tiger, the tiger's going to maul him. That's when you go for the other door. That's the solution to that story. Yeah. Then you, you duck into the lady room while uh, while the tiger's busy eating him and just slam the door in that tiger's face. Yeah. Yeah, and if the lady comes Tigers out... can't open doors. Yeah, if the lady comes out, you just push push the guy down and, you know, you get your lady and you're good. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Indiana Jones kept Short Round around. <laughs> you know, I'm picturing Short Round as the guy in this story. I feel like Short Round is the ultimate example of <laughs> uh, of door holding that must have gone wrong at some point because <laughs> Temple of Doom is a prequel. Right. Temple of Doom happens before any of the other Indiana Jones movies. Oh yeah, you know between then and um, Raiders, Raiders, <laughs> yeah. this fucking. A door opening went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> he found a trap. Yeah, it's like... He never talks about Short Round. He never remembers having hung out with this kid. He never says, you know, Oh, man, I should call Short Round. He'll know what to do in this situation. Even in, like, the fourth movie where he's old, you know how much old people love to reminisce about shit they did when they were young. Oh, yeah. He never brings up his buddy Shorty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and Short Round could be all grown up and doing stuff, you know, and yeah. you know he could be a professor maybe or an archaeologist or something, and nope, no. nope, nope, Short never. Round is at the bottom of a pit somewhere with spikes in him. Yeah. <laughs> well, his, his bones are. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's the point in the movie where he's actually sitting there with one of his buddies, 
and they're talking about their dead friends. Yeah. It's like, well, you might want to remember your younger friend that's up to things, unless he also, too, died tragically, in which case you should be remembering him alongside your other dead friends. Yes. Either way, there's no excuse for no short round in that scene. Somewhere in Asia, there is a spike trap with a tiny skeleton in a baseball cap at the bottom of it. A little baseball cap. Yeah. So I think that's a way holding the door can go wrong, is if you're, uh, you know, the sidekick of some kind of adventurer archaeologist. Luckily, I'm not. Well, it would be awesome while it lasts. You lasted. say luckily, yeah. but it's... No, it would be sweet as hell while it lasts. It would be pretty fun yeah. for a bit, yeah. But the, the more mundane instances of door holding going wrong are, you know, you hold the door for one person... Ten more people charge through. They're like, hey, thanks, buddy. Fuck you. That's about the only time anyone ever holds the door for me is when I'm, like, uh, coming in behind a lady with the stroller and a guy's being chivalrous and is like, you know, or, or just a pretty lady and he's trying to get his flirt on. And then I'm right behind her because they're taking their sweet time and I yeah. need to get out the store. And, oh, you open the door for me, too, dickbag. Yep. Yeah. It's just hunks. Yep. You wanted to open the door for pretty ladies, but here come hairy men. Waka waka. <laughs> why that was a why that's what the uh, the hairiest of all men said. Yeah, because he was bear. Yes, <laughs> bears are hairy men. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's logic. That's reasonable. That's science. And uh, <laughs> I, there's a gender politics issue to this. Obviously, there obviously we're, is. We're prancing around. If you're a gentleman, you always hold the door for a nice lady, or a mean lady, or just any lady, because it's a lady, and, you know, you hold the door, whatever, I guess. Right. And and it, what, what, what always amuses me is you get people complaining about, you know, people don't do X old-timey thing that I remember them doing, even though I wasn't there, mm-hmm. in unspecific period of history. So, yeah, people are like, oh... Men don't hold the door for ladies like they used to. Well, one, I require proof to that sentence. Because yeah. that sounds very, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Made up? Yeah, it sounds made up. It's very much a blanket statement. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> no, I mean, like, you can say, oh, yeah, people used to have fucking manners and, you know, oh, Victorian gentlemen would hold the doors open for, for ladies. No, okay, Victorian England... Everyone in Victorian England was a child laborer or a prostitute. Everyone. There were no other kinds of people. <laughs> and everywhere you walked, the ground was covered in horse dung. Yeah, it was just yeah. dung out the... Well, out the ass, I guess, which is, you know, makes sense. Well, um, that's where, yeah. But, yeah, no, it was just it was just piles of, of dung and coal dust and corpses. Yeah, yeah, it's the, you know... Your fucking Jane Austen characters and whatnot. That's there's a reason that's fiction. There's a reason they stayed the fuck away from London. That too. They were out on their estates. London was filthy. Estate meant something different in England back then. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but um yeah. No, but but now it's where you go for child laborers and prostitutes. <laughs> See, some things never change. So <laughs> But yeah. You know, okay, so maybe people don't hoard the door for people as much as they used to. But again, that's a maybe. That is okay, a big Just because maybe. you complain about it doesn't make it accurate. Yeah. And and again, people like to, to dig that up in gender politics. You know, oh, well, I... It, you, make me you, such a way, but still hold the door for me. You know, you, you've always yeah. got, like, the, uh, the female uh, reporter or pundit or whatever... 
who has basically decided the the best way to get famous is to you know be firmly on the side of the cavemen. Right. And so she's always saying, you know, like, oh yeah, sure, equal pay would be nice, but who's gonna hold the door for me? Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. I don't know. Take turns holding the door for each other. Yeah, What's that the works. fucking difference. It's a door. It's like okay, again, to go back to uh, Victorian England, and you know. I guess the non-prostitutes and non-child laborers who must have existed because of this next example. Yeah. Um, you know, women were considered so fragile that, like, you know, that, that like, it, it was expected of them to fake seizures just so people could continue <laughs> to believe they were fragile. <laughs> like, there was a social expectation to pretend you had seizures. It was like... And, and two, there's always the romanticizing about, you know, um, societal hierarchies. If you're a, 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 a noble, like, lord or lady or a, a prince or a princess or something, then yes, there's an underling open the door for you because that's a sign of ridiculous affluence. Yeah, it's like servants hold the door for the prince and then the prince holds the door for the princess. Right. And the princess... I don't know what she does. She, you, you think the prince was holding the door for the scullery maid? No, I doubt it. No, 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 no. Every so often, there would be there would be some lord or some duke or baron or somebody somewhere who was actually nice enough to hold the door for the scullery maid, and his generosity was legendary. And then the king came and probably killed him. Totally, that's what happened. That's what always happened. <laughs> but f- fuck it, all. If I feel the need to hold the door for someone, I'll hold the door for whoever. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a couple of, of instances where you make exceptions, okay? You hold the door for really old, frail people because yeah. they're feeble as fuck. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I, I feel like a, a, an able-bodied young person, male, female, you know, a miscellaneous whatever, <laughs> you know, they can handle opening the door. It's like you got both arms and they work. You know, it's a it's a toss up. Maybe I'll hold the door. Maybe not. If you're right behind me, I don't care who you are. I don't care how gross you are. As long as you don't look like a murderer, I'm going to probably keep the door open for you. Yeah. And, you know, what if someone's pushing a baby stroller? You know, that's longer than arm's length that you're pushing something in front of you. But pushing a baby stroller isn't just a lady's job. No. There's gay couples who have babies. There's husbands who push the baby pram. Oh, absolutely. You know, so you're not what? You see, like... A dad pushing a baby stroller, you're not going to hold the door for him? Sure you are. Yeah. You know, he's got his hands I full, mean, and you let the thing swing, it's going to hit the baby in the feet, it's going to scream, you, you know. You can rationalize it, you can be, no, no, I'm holding the door for the baby. Sorry, pal, you held the door for a dude, and now you're totally gay because of that. Yeah, I don't need to rationalize that. Yeah. I, I, you know, that, uh... No, I'm absolutely holding the door for the dad, because he's already stuck pushing a baby around, and, you know, he and his wife sit at home at night, like, remembering when they had friends, and... I feel like anyone who has a baby is already a disadvantage, and I can help them out if necessary. Yeah. Babies are a pain in the ass. Yeah, they're they're little and squishy, and, like, you can't shake them or anything, like, ever, apparently. Yeah, (laughs) human babies are super inferior to other babies. Have you ever seen a kitten? Kittens are just, like, jumping off stuff, falling down, landing on their heads, rolling around and wrestling and stuff. This is day one shit for kittens. It bounces around like tiggers. You know the fucking giraffe story. 
Yeah, first thing a baby d- giraffe does, literally, every baby giraffe that has ever lived, the first thing it did was fall seven feet out of its mom onto the ground. <laughs> Whack its head. And then get right back up. Gets and... right the hell back up, and it stumbles around a little bit because it's got those, you know, lanky giraffe legs, but it works it out pretty quick. You know, like, I mean, that's the learning process for a giraffe. It's like... Baby oh, giraffe gets up, says, oh, I'm hungry. Where's the food? Oh, up there. Well, better stand up. <laughs> yeah, baby yeah. giraffe has got this shit covered from the beginning. Yeah. You know? Human babies, by contrast, need to be pushed around in little fucking carts for like two years. Yeah. Minimum. And uh, based on uh, some of the uh, the uh, well-off Brooklyn parents I see occasionally. Really, really big fucking Hummer-style baby yeah, strollers. Yeah, fucking urban assault strollers. Seriously. With... Kids who are way the hell too big for them. Like, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> you, you, you see a stroller that big, you're like, how big does a kid have to get to be too big for that stroller? And the answer is about three and a half. Yeah. And, <laughs> urban assault strollers is a great term. And and then, yeah, you've got these, you know, three, four-year-old kids still riding in them, you know. Sometimes they've got a baby sister, baby brother or something, you know. Mom's holding the baby, you know, giant toddler is riding in the stroller. Yeah, that's what why your toddler's fat you never make him use his legs I'm not even talking like too fat I just mean like they're too tall like, for the damn thing too large to be in baby strollers yeah I mean like you yeah. or I would be too big for a stroller I'm not saying I mean, we're not fat you know that's true here's the thing okay before, I get a stroller that stroller's gonna break before strollers were invented everyone used you know those papooses that you just yeah. strap to you or okay the, or the, uh, the the baby bjorn yeah they're baby bjorn exactly Baby weighs like eight pounds, fifteen pounds. You know, well, like eight bigger, pounds when it's brand new, and then fifteen pounds when it's a little I, bigger. And, yeah. I think everyone knows the babies get bigger, is, you know? really fast, like disturbingly so. Like if we kept it up, we'd all be you know monstrous giants bestriding the earth. That would be fun. Well, <laughs> anyway, oh, but the point is, I think. If you get to the point where a baby is too big for a baby Bjorn, yeah, maybe that's your cutoff. Maybe. Maybe don't put him in the stroller either. Yeah, if carrying this kid around would be a pain in the ass, then it would also be a pain in the stroller. And the papoose is great because it builds your upper body strength. It's, yeah, it's a good workout. So. Yeah, no, I mean, like you wanna you wanna lose the the baby weight afterwards. You just carry the baby. Yeah, we're drifting. Yeah. Well, the point is that if even if you've got one of those, I'll hold the door for you because you've got a small life form clinging to your body. Yeah, you know? yeah. We will we will hold the door for you if you're carrying a baby, regardless of gender. Parents but come in many flavors. The cold hard fact of it is that unless somebody's right behind me, I don't care. You know, I, but if somebody's right behind me, well, yes, I will open the door and they will stroll on through and, you know, or at the very least, I'll kind of prop it open long enough for them to grab it, you know. Does that count as holding it? I don't know. Really, now, for me, when the when I see the phrase door holding gone wrong, uh-huh. I am reminded of this thing I read years ago. I'm sure this isn't even relevant anymore. I'm sure there's like, what everyone involved in this story is no doubt dead or moved on with their lives or whatever. But, uh... You're building it up so much. Yeah, I know. It's so important. Yeah. But in uh, Washington, the state, not the uh, not the city, mm-hmm. uh, there was some, some pastor, Ken Hutcherson, I believe his name was, who was basically making a name for himself as, as the guy who really hates gay people. Oh, well, that's a career starter. Yeah, well, it was, actually. It's a shame. Yeah. But, uh, well, the point is that he was talking about how, you know, 
men aren't manly anymore and we're all getting turned by the evil homosexual agenda. You know, he said, like, you know, I, I've heard stories. This is this is his panic moment. You know, this is the thing he was really worried about. This proved to him the world was going downhill. He's like, I've heard stories about men who hold the door for other men. <laughs> like, if a man ever tried to hold the door for me, I'd rip his arm off and beat that sissy to death with it. And it's like... <laughs> Well, he sounds like a piece of shit. Yeah, no, he's a, he seems like a horrible human being. And uh, the thing is, then I, I look up a little stuff on this guy, and it, it, he's the opposite of me in every conceivable way. He's <laughs> a pastor, and I believe in nothing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's a big black dude, I'm a skinny white guy, and <laughs> on and on and on. Okay. And so I start going through like all the, the list of all the stuff that's different between me and him, trying to figure out... Which one of these differences accounts for this aversion to having the door held for him by a man? <laughs> and I went back through my life and I thought about all the different kinds of people I've held doors for over the years. In every conceivable situation, you know, in my, in my apartment building or in, at the store or, you know, other places that have doors, the bank or whatever, you know. And indeed, throughout the course of my life, I've held doors open for every conceivable demographic of person and every permutation of those, every race, every gender, every conceivable, you know, orientation or religion or whatever. I'm, I'm kind of guessing on the religion, but, you know, like, I mean, sometimes they, they have special hats and stuff. And uh, Sure. And none of those people ever seem the least bit offended. Most of them thanked me, or at least nodded in acknowledgement. You know? Sure. So it's like, I guess the lesson here is door holding can really go wrong... If you're standing near this guy. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't sound... I mean, I, I don't think it has anything to do with being a, a reverend or a big guy or a black guy or anything else. I think he's just a either a goddamn idiot or lying. Yeah, no. I mean, he a, might have just been putting on a show. Yeah, I'm sure that at some point in his life a man has held the door for him and he like, did... Are you really going to start a fight with someone who's just being polite to you? Not only did he not start a fight, I'm sure he wasn't even conscious of it. He was just like, oh, door's open. Cool. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> he probably else. didn't even realize it was happening. You don't hold the door open for him. He's probably actually going to turn around and say, what, you're not going to hold the door open for the reverend? That's I'm good, important now. Yeah. You know, so yeah, let's let's cards on the table, Reverend Guy. Yeah. What what will really happen if we open the door for you? Don't break my legs. Yeah, exactly. It's like he I, needs it, to get into the store same as everybody. You yeah, know? It does not mean I want your man parts. It doesn't. I I mean like even if I did, I wouldn't want that guy's. I mean cuz <laughs> he's a dick. <laughs> Actually, when I was looking this guy up, because mm-hmm. we did we did do a little research during the show here. You got a site, you know. Yeah. Got to got to know the names of you douchebag creatures. Yeah, you do. And while I was trying to look him up, I was just typing in every conceivable permutation of you know door door holding, holding into Google, basically. I guess there's basically that one door holding. Well, I, I tried holding, some other stuff, you know. Door. Well, the point is <laughs> that most of the hits on Google that I got for most of the permutations of door holding yeah. 
were from people who were, you know, blogging about their, their diets or their weight loss or whatever. Yeah. Talking about how, you know, oh my god, for the first time ever, somebody held the door for me instead of deliberately slamming it in my face now that I'm pretty. That's sad. I, I, I like... Who's, who's, go, who's going around slamming doors in fat people's faces? I don't know. I that's hope, really mean. Like, don't do that. I, a, I hope that's not true. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's possible that it's just sort of like the selective memory effect where, like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I I don't like how I look, I'm depressed, I'm not going to remember all the millions of people who have held doors open for me, but now that I'm feeling good, and that fellow who's holding the door open for me is also sort of leering at me, well now, hey, look who's Uh, sexy. That's possible, yeah, Yeah. you know, you tend to focus on the negative or the positive. That's true. But then again, it's possible the world is full of dicks. If that is happening, then that's mean. Don't do that. Yeah, fucking stop doing that. Yeah. You know, we've like I said before, we've all got to go to the same damn stores. Yeah, I mean, I, I said, you know, fucking don't complain about shiver or whatever, but if you're going to open the door for a lady, open the door for any lady. Yeah. It doesn't just have to be a pretty lady. It can be a whatever kind of lady. Yeah, no, if you yeah. really want to do that, if you want to do the, the chivalry thing or whatever, then yep. That's how it works. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, like, basically, it's it's like, let's get right down to it. If you really want to do this in the the classical sort of mold of of chivalry, Queen Elizabeth, you'd have to hold the door open for her. You know, I'd hold the door open for Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, she's the queen. I mean, she's a nice old lady. She is a nice old lady who just shows up at places now. She's got time. She's apparently filming some kind of uh, Ashton Kutcher style prank show where she just shows up at people's weddings. <laughs> I gotta think maybe that's related somehow to it's not, but like if it were related to Betty White's like old people prank show. Oh yeah, where it's like, like, she called up the yeah. Queen and is like, "I'm not busy." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Betty White calls up the Queen. The Queen's yeah. like, "Hello." Yeah, yeah, that's what that's how that sketch goes. Yeah, yeah. I would love it if that's why he was doing that. Because <laughs> I mean, as it is, what else does Betty White have? It's like, hey, it's going to be like old people getting into like Walker fights and shit, and people are going to look at it. You know, I mean, that's funny, but it's not um, funny probably, enough. Yeah, I don't think I'm actually going to watch that show to find out, but whatever. But but yeah, I mean, if you're you know, it's it, it's a polite thing we do in a civilized society. Okay, yeah. is opening the door for somebody, holding the door for somebody. Yeah. If you're doing it just to get laid, that's not cool. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's, that's bullshit. That's mean. It's, that's fucked up. Everything is bullshit. Everything. Fuck all of you. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you guys, and fuck this, the, the opposite guys. The guys who are like, I'm trying to be a pickup artist. I'm not going to hold the door for anybody. I've got to be you know dominant and demonstrate my value. Fuck you, too. Everything is bullshit without a Mortimer Ichabod marker. I was saying that to you the other day. You were. I was. Because, you know what? I just realized that. When I was a kid, you know what I fucking wanted? I wanted a Mortimer (laughs) Ichabod marker. So that when Bill Cosby came on TV to do picture pages with me... I could really follow along, you know? I begged my mom, Mom, can I please get the Picture Pages Activity book? And she was like, yeah, you can get the Picture Pages Activity book. And we got the Picture Pages Activity book. And I was like, can we send away for a Mortimer Ichabod marker? And she was like, no. And it wasn't expensive. You need the Mortimer Ichabod marker to go with the Picture Pages. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could do them with a regular... 
marker or like with as the title song suggested my crayons and my pencils but that's not how Bill Cosby does it no Bill Cosby does it with a Mortimer Ichabod marker which is also what his barbecue apron says and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. And, I, and that's all I wanted I just wanted the, the marker with the guy with the big round burgundy head and the stout little stripy bumble body that's all I wanted and I didn't get it you know what my sister wanted my sister wanted a Power Wheels Barbie Jeep that's way the fuck more expensive she didn't get it either she didn't get that either okay oh. but but for the price of a Barbie Jeep, we could have had hundreds of Mortimer Ichabod markers. You'd still have, like, a case full today. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, for half the price of a Barbie Jeep, we still could have had a shitload of Mortimer Ichabod <laughs> markers. I could be all over eBay with that shit. Mortimer Ichabod marker, mint in box or bag or however they ship it. You know, but no. No. I got no Mortimer Ichabod markers. And without a Mortimer Ichabod marker, everything is bullshit. Speaking of bullshit, just a tie. <laughs> To tie this back up, we are, I think, missing a key component of... Yeah, I'm missing a key component of my childhood, because I didn't have a Mortimer Rickabon marker. You are, and that's tragic. That is the tragedy of you, sir. However, regarding the tragedy of door opening and the decline of chivalry and politeness in our society, I think what we're missing here is that today... Unlike any time in the distant past, there are simply, well, I guess since doors were invented, so not any time in the distant past, but for the last couple thousand years. Yeah. Uh, uh, Before that, we just had flaps. There are fewer door-holding opportunities, Hmm. because now there are doors that open themselves. That's true. You go to the grocery store, you go to the Home Depot, all sorts of places. Automatic doors. Especially the kind of places where you're going to be carrying heavy stuff. Exactly. You can't, you know, elevators too, right? Yeah. Most elevators open themselves now. Well, you've got to press a button, but that's about it. Yeah, that's yeah. nothing. That's button pushing. You can push the button for someone. And even back when elevators didn't open themselves, they, they had a guy in there in a little hat. Right. <laughs> yeah. But but my, my point is, you can't blame someone for not doing something if... A robot did it before you even thought of it, okay? That's a good thing. If the robot just does tasks you need before you even think you need them. Nobody holds the door on Star Trek. No. In in fact, weaning us off with the supermarket doors, that's preparing us for Star Trek times. When all the doors are automatic. There you go. Or even Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy times, where not only do the doors open themselves, they do so politely, and then they wish you a nice day. And sigh with the satisfaction of a job well done. Yes, they do. Yes. So, yes, it's good to hold the door for people, and, and, and you know, except when door holding goes wrong, but, you know, sooner or later, this will be a non-issue, because all the doors will be robot doors. Yeah. Yeah. Go robot doors. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and... and <laughs> And even just the issue of, you know, lack of chivalry or lack of politeness or whatever, it's like, no, 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 okay, there's a finite amount of decency and politeness to go around, okay? (laughs) Back in the old days, yeah, people opened doors for you, but those people were slaves. 
That's true. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now we don't do that anymore. You have to open your own damn doors. But oh, but no, nobody's a slave. That's everyone, better. Everyone gets to open their own damn doors. Yeah. No one's forced to open the damn doors. And if someone's job is to open the door for someone else, they get paid to do it. Yeah. This is progress. That's yeah. a good thing. I mean, yeah, there's a doorman yeah. sometimes in a building. That guy gets paid. He gets tipped. He gets to, you know, rifle through your mail and shit. You know, so it's, it's I just, assume I would. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, totally. Well, that's just a job, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, lay, off the, lay off the door holders Yeah, if they're holding doors. Yeah, be nicer to them. Uh, don't take advantage of them. Don't beat them to death with their own severed limbs. Yeah, don't stab people. In general, yeah. I mean, whether you're holding the door for someone or someone's holding the door for you, no stabbing. Yeah, don't. That's not nice. Don't do that. No. Yeah. Don't blow up the world to get way back to the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't get eaten by a tiger if you can help it. I mean, once you're in a room with a tiger, it's not really your choice anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so. But if you guys, if any of you ever see me out in the world and I hold a door open for you and you want to think of a good way to thank me, Mortimer Ichabod Marker. Yeah. Yeah. If you have one just lying around, I prefer it if it still worked. But if it doesn't, you know, I'm, I'm not picky right now. So. No. <laughs> and if you don't have the opportunity to thank Johnny Goodtimes with a Mortimer Ichabod marker, you can thank us by sending a topic in for a future episode of Breakfast with the Beak at topicsatthebeak.org or on any of our many social networking pages on the Internet. Breakfastwiththebeak.tumba.com, facebook.com slash breakfastwiththebeak, at the beak on Twitter, etc. We are looking to build professional relationships via social media. <laughs> and we would like to partner with you for great money-making opportunities. And promotions. And, yes. Artisan and root beer. Viral marketing software opportunities. I just want my fucking marker. Supermoon time. Now it's time for Supermoon time. It was topic time, but now we're all done with the topic stuff. And we're all going out to the Supermoon. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> boom, 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 Supermoon. Come and ride with me on the Supermoon. <laughs> I don't have any more. <laughs>